Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Sala, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. <laughs> Musicians, artists, we've expanded. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes, if you've just joined us today for the very first time, we welcome you. Thank you. Hi, yes. how are you? Yes. We, we've got a nice uh, group here to together. I want to start off with our teen king. All right. How you doing, Sam Russell? Woo, Santa Barbara High School. Yeah. Catch up. You still I'm catching? Good. Or are you I switching am. a pit? Because you keep going back and forth on me. I don't know. I know you're I'm catching. Right. You're catching. I think I'm going to stay catching. Yeah, yeah. I got to stay catching. I like that. It's got the bill for a catcher. Getting thicker. Yep. I like it. What's going on at Santa Barbara High School? Um, right now, our football team is going to a um, game against Palm Desert. Nice. It's the second round of the playoffs for them, and that's like the furthest that they've made in a while. So Beautiful. It's and CIF? Um, not yet, no. I don't think. Right. No. So if they make CIF, they'll be the Golden Tornadoes? Uh, Yeah, we were supposed to wear the Golden Tornado the first round, but the football team said they didn't want to because they've lost for, like, the past, like, five years in the first round. So they said that was a curse. (laughs) I I, I I love kids having curses. (laughs) Don't don't even. I I like how you all buy into that whole spirituality of everything. That's awesome. Not feeling it? Drop it. I love that. It's fantastic. And how's your team? How's baseball going to be looking? We're going good. We're in the middle of just the come up right now, getting ready for season. Just yep. kind of not, not, we're out. We already knocked all the rest off and stuff like that, but just like fine tuning our craft and just getting in, trying to get in mid season form before season starts. Beautiful. This is so articulate. I love it. <laughs> and the stadium, better. the stadium is almost done. Or uh, get, get. Apparently, they yep. said it's 85% done. Nice. But We'll see when it's done. I don't know. It's been <laughs> okay. taking a while. Well, as long as it's done by the time you graduate, that's all you yep. get. That's it. So then you get to look back on that stadium and say, "Oh my God, that was through that whole tenure." Yeah. There you go. So your your baseball team's going to look good this year. Hopefully, we're we should win Channel League, but your coach. Shout out to your coach. Got, yep. got shout out to some of your boys on the team. Shuck, um, Moses, Ant, Carter, Amen. Nice. Oliver, Zimmy. That's yeah. pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Special people. Fantastic. All right, we got Dominique Hackett in the house. We've got Ed Langelo, our producer. Of course, we're nothing without Dr. Oh, he's not really a doctor. Dr. D. Dr. Dr. D. Dr. D. D. But what? In, no, no phones allowed when we're on the show. That's it. Phones off. I'm just well, checking. Got, that's it. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on, and uh, Dominique brought up, uh, I, th- I think we should all, you know, I don't know, take maybe a couple of moments and just for the tragedy that occurred. Take a few deep breaths of Mm. just a communal sense of communing with people that are suffering from what happened in Santa Clarita at the school out there. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know. There, there are no answers to it. It's, it's like Ed before the show kicked off. He said, you know, what we have to do though is focus on protecting kids going to school. I mean, whatever that yeah. takes. Well, if you have to screen the backpacks or, or have right. marshals on the school, it doesn't matter where you place the blame for what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, one of the things that I had brought up is social mm-hmm. media is allowing kids more so than when I was in high school to harass each other. Mm-hmm. So you have bullying going on that we didn't have in those days. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you place the blame. You need to protect the kids. So if you need to screen the backpacks going in, mm-hmm. my, my opinion is 
do it. Protect mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. Figure out what's wrong later, mm-hmm. but don't let children die while you're trying to sort it out. I mean, me personally, like we just spent $36 million in our football stadium. How much, like maybe $10,000 at most just to put up metal detectors in the front of our school that everyone has to walk through and before they get to school? that's coming from a high school student. Yeah, that's, I mean, personally, that's, I'd rather have my stadium be $10,000 worse than it would be than having to go to school and maybe a shot every day. Very good, very good comment. Good well, stance to take. You know, that's interesting because um, shortly before I left high school, they put up, and they'd never done it before around mm-hmm. schools, and this going, this going back to the 70s, bear in mind, uh, they put up a wrought iron fence all the way around the school. Now, they already had a fence around the, uh, around the football field, mm-hmm. but um, it's like now it's like you have to get permission to leave campus if you're going to go off campus for lunch mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. And then they've got to make sure the right people get back on campus, mm-hmm. you know, and so on and so forth. So that was kind of the start of trying to secure a campus and sort of keep it. And I don't think it was necessarily based upon violence that was happening. They just wanted to make sure that other people just didn't roam onto the campus anymore, which apparently that might have been a problem where you saw people who didn't belong there, there on the campus. That happened to our school recently, the Santa Barbara High. The, yeah. Um, some guy during lunch, because we have like a big gate down by where most kids walk out. Mm-hmm. And it's like just a big open gate. And apparently I wasn't there. I was gone. I was gone that day. But apparently some guy, like some gangbanger guy came up onto our like school campus and was like trying to fight some kids and oh, stuff geez. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is how it starts. And then, of course, it goes further and further. Now you have metal, mm-hmm. metal detectors. What unfortunately may end up happening is that parents are going to say, no, it's just not safe. You, there's nothing you can do to protect my kid. So my kid's not going to school. So now enrollment drops. And, of course, there's a financial um, uh, uh, a charter school enrollment would increase. Well, it, it very well could, yes. It very well could. But you see how every student, the school gets a certain number of dollars, I guess, what is for it, the from attendance. the state? Mm-hmm. For the attendance. For the, yeah, exactly. Well, the fewer people, kids you have going there, and if the charter schools do pick up and all that kind of stuff, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do? You you build a military base and, and surround it with, I don't know what. I mean, well, geez, I, it's just, I think... Part of what is really important starts at home. Yeah. Do we know our neighbors? Do we go relate to the people who are closest to us? And then when our kids are going to school, do we know the parents? of our kids' friends. Have we gone and introduced ourselves? Have we? Do we go and Dominique, talk? Dominique and I take in exchange students. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, if they want to go play, okay, <laughs> someplace else, we, Dominique and I, we both go right over there. Yeah. We want to meet the people. We want to meet the parents. That's good. I mean, Well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel yeah. like more overprotective <laughs> because this ch- they're foreigners. Yeah. So they, they don't have anyone yeah, yeah, to have English a voice for them. English is not their primary language. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. culture is different, and the customs yeah. are different, and yeah. more opportunities for misunderstanding. Exactly. So we, we want people to know, hey, there is someone here, there is someone yeah. responsible. So it, what I feel is this is a call on us to strengthen our communal ties. Yeah. If you're sitting in a classroom with a student that you don't know their name, introduce yourself. Yeah, get to know people. Yeah. You really want to. And our brains, from what I understand of uh, sociology, our brains are engineered to interact with about 150 people. Yeah. We can track 150 people in a more intimate way than, uh, say, not knowing anybody. So if you can only count, you know, 
10, 20 people that you're interacting with, in my mind, hey, up your game. Yeah. You need to be interacting with more people. Yeah. Say hello. Reach out. And I, I couldn't agree with Ed more about uh, making the place safe. I mean, if the kids don't feel safe, uh, hell, I wouldn't. Want, and I didn't feel that safe in school because I was, I was the one being bullied. But I still went because there were certain ways of avoiding it. But uh, mm-hmm. today it's just, it's not the same. It's just, it's still bullying, no, but it's it, it a different kind. It was one-on-one when we were in school. Yeah, you exactly. You had to walk someone and bully them face-to-face. Yeah. Today, well, you, you don't get called to out. do that. And I call you out. That's <laughs> yeah. after school is <laughs> over. Okay, yeah, yeah. You meet me yeah, in the parking lot at three. That's it. But yeah. there, have been, there have been studies done where they would bring college students in and, and have them, let's say, shock a person every when they said a certain word. Then they took the group of kids that were being shocked and put them in another room they got shocked more when that when you didn't have to look them in the face before you shocked them you were more likely to do it so social media is the same thing yeah if you don't have to look that person in the face the the likelihood of you bullying them or making some sarcastic remark in a text is higher well, I've I've made this argument to people who say that uh, oh come on it just it builds character you know they'll be tougher people and yeah, I'm te- tease and them and it'll build, build character. But here's the thing, you say that it builds character if that's if you're someone that believes this. All right, well, uh, with what this person is doing in in the form of bullying that they're using. When they become an adult, there are crimes against what they're doing as a child. So why can't we charge your child with that same crime? Well, because it, again, it, it, the, my my point being that you don't change your if you don't change your behavior, you'll continue it into adulthood, and then you're going to end up mm-hmm. in jail. Yeah, this whole thing about um, bullying, uh, hazing gives you a thicker skin and yeah. so forth. Um, I can attest to the fact that that's not the case. What we want is a society of authentic people. We don't want society who have become um, numbed to what's going on right. in our society. That's what happens when you get bullied over and over yeah. again. You become numb. That's yeah. what your thick skin is all about. We don't want that. We don't want people numb. We want people caring. We want yeah. people who are yeah. connected and authentic. We so, also want to be able to speak to each other in a, like you say, a, a very authentic human way. Yeah, because yeah. today, if I have a difference of an opinion with you, then I, I get made fun of. Yeah. Uh, they're going to pull something out like I mean I can just turn you into an object and then I don't have to relate to you exactly which doesn't uh, are because maybe because of technology for whatever we the whole town hall meetings or a place of gathering and respecting and giving everybody a toggle to talk for two minutes no interruptions I mean even when I and I don't we don't watch TV and I can't stand the view I'm sorry I know one of the very probably <laughs> few people but the times that I've watched it God they just Talk over each other. It's just yeah. noise. It's chaos. Yeah. It's happening. On a, that's on a why lot I can't stand political commentary because nobody gets to finish a sentence. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard having this radio show for almost ten years now. Woo! Yay! yay. yay. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, we have done that. Uh, not in time. We all get excited, right? But now we've all learned. Okay, you're yeah. talking. Shut up, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic's talking. Hush. You know. But it's sure. because it's the respect. Exactly. And you're yeah. not going to be able to get your point out over yeah. out if I'm going to be you know jumping on top of it. Exactly. It so, exactly. Besides, it doesn't sound good. 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't because sound good nobody at all. can understand what's being said, Mm-mm. and so no points are exactly. expressed through the program. Mm-hmm. But I like what Ed said about his growing up, and it's not. Boy, here we go, kind of crossing over the line. But I, I agree with you, Ed. I don't really think it's the the object as i.e. the gun. I no, think no, it's it I isn't. think it's we we all become, you know, haters of guns. I, I don't think it's that. I mean, in this incident it was a handgun pulled right out of a backpack. Yeah. So I agree with you hundred and fifty percent. You know, we need to put in better safety measures. Mm. Um, there's money there. My comment that she's referring to is when I grew up from all the way from grammar school through high school, my father's gun rack was in my bedroom just for lack of a place to put it and it had guns in it. I never once took that gun down and had any, I got in school fights, I got picked on, all these things happened. I never took that gun to school. And, And Terry Conrad, my better half, lived in Lodi when she was in high school. There's more hunting going on up there. Because of the Delta. Kids, she said kids would bring trucks in with rifle racks and their rifles in the rack in the parking lot of the school. Nobody ever got shot. So I don't think the blame is, is squarely on the guns. Yeah. The guns were there. So, so w- let me ask our high school rep that we have here <laughs> in the studio. Sam, Hot seat, what do you, Sam. Do you, just in terms of, of, of bullying, do you see... A majority of that happening over social media, or is it done on the school grounds face to face? Or is it the games they played their whole life growing up? Well, I'm just referring to. Yeah. How, you know, am I right in saying that social media has some influence on the bullying that's yeah, going on? Definitely. I feel like social media is a big part of it. I feel like more of the smaller things kind of are on social media. I feel like on social media, it's either, like, things are really small or, like, people just absolutely, like, blow it up and, like, just everyone's attacking, like, this one kid or, like, just one person's, like, trying to say something. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good tangent on what I'm saying is that now you've exposed that to 15 people who all saw the text. Now you've got 15 people picking on you instead of one. So and fourteen of them I, don't if, even know you. Possibly, yeah. you, you, that's true. Maybe the first one doesn't even know you. They're just yeah. Not, they're making it. They're just because they saw your picture either. or your profile, and mm-hmm. and so he he must be so and so, and so I'm gonna give him a hard time. I, I wonder. It, so when I was in high school, we used to have some class that was related to psychology, sociology, personal development class, where we would talk about human relationship issues. And I'm wondering if any teachers have taken it on to say to kids, hey. For a short while, deactivate your social media accounts. You can do that. It's not. It doesn't mean that it gets deleted, but you right. can deactivate. Mm-hmm. Deactivate it for six weeks, three months. Deactivate it for a certain period. And now, with all of your interactions, go back to a phone call, a coffee meetup, a written letter, and and just knock out the yeah. social media and see what it does to your relationships. Just as an your experiment. Your nervous system. Yeah. Oh, yeah, think about it. Yeah, because I, I I see kids, I see parents, just there, and ch- log the time that you're on it. I mean, how many times did you check your accounts? Ooh, yeah. you know, I mean, oh, how many little likes it is? It's almost like a dopamine hit. I mean, Dominique and I did this one, and I I reduced mine because I don't know. I was reading all this. St- not good science that was coming out about how much we use the phone and the unhealth, you know, the not very good for you. So I, shh, 
I put your Dominique is completely off of social media. Like she has none. But I reduced mine like eighty eight percent, and I was so happy. But then Dominique's went up like one hundred and forty percent because I was borrowing her phone. <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> like, well, let me just because I, I wasn't bringing my phone anywhere. I don't need it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, can I check? Can I see? Can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? And, and hers exploded. I go, oh my goodness, Dominique, this isn't good at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, pretty funny. Um, again, uh, our thoughts and prayers go to the uh, families and people that have been affected yeah. in uh, Santa Clarita. So, and and also, God bless the people that have assisted the neighbors. Uh, where the, the, a lot of kids ran from the school and got a, were, had open arms to um, the community of Santa Clarita. Anyway, our thoughts and prayers go with you. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Uh, we got our basket from Carolyn uh, given something's good organic. Yay! Right. Thank you to our farmers. Yeah, I did, we did a little video. It's adorable. So you it's, you could be able to see that up on our Facebook page. If you haven't checked out our new website, please do so. And uh, of course, likes and all that kind of good stuff. That would be awesome. Um, so Dominique, Talk about that box that we got the other day. It was awesome. Wow. It was filled with so many treasures. It just kept giving and giving. I think we had something <laughs> like 16 items. You can't beat it. I think I sent it to you, Ed. So the, No, you didn't. I didn't? I I'm sent it to you right now. Oh, that's cheating. <laughs> so, so, we had so, so, so tell me and anyone listening uh-huh. a little more about these are all locally grown organic vegetables, right? Yes. yes. So uh, one of the uh, main farmers locally is John Gibbons, and Something Good Organics is the uh, brand name of their farms. And so there are a number of local farms that participate in the CSA program, which basically means you commit to getting your your vegetables, fruits and vegetables locally, and it helps the farmers plan what they can plant. So yeah. it's excellent to participate in this program. So so you pre-register to have X amount of this yes. delivered to your house? Yes. And there's lots of different options. If you can only afford to pay a small amount at a time, you can just set for a certain amount of weeks that you pay that you prepay for your, right. your food to come. We can go once a month, but once a week, once twice a we go twice a month now. And then we up it over the summer to once a week. So you, you can determine how often it comes to you. There's all sorts of variations that you can have, so it fits what your needs are. Mm-hmm. But they have juice boxes and they have vegetable boxes. We actually get a juice box with two extra heads of lettuce. And the juice box contains it's something that can go into the, the blender to be turned right. into juice um, or your Vitamix. So we have celery. We have Swiss chard. We got pears this this month really mm. exciting the tomatoes are um, amazing mm. uh, heirloom tomatoes, tomatoes uh, the small beautiful bell peppers um, let's see what else do we get and the lettuce and cilantro, cilantro shallots yeah. Yeah. shallots shallots yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she just got, she went down to France last what year where you is, from? exactly you pronounce shallots. it like that <laughs> one of the things that, that I like about locally grown vegetables is you always hear about Things being picked green to be shipped from a long distance. Right. And then they they 
submit them to ethylene gas, which is the ripening agent for right. fruit, to tell them to start in order to force the ripening of the green fruit that they pick. Yeah. So to yeah. to know that my bananas were ripened in a bag with ethylene gas it's a little is queasy. A, a little, yeah, it's a little uh, uncomfortable. It's a so, little weird. Yeah, if yeah. they're locally grown, you can pretty much well, rest assured. It's been picked fresh. Happen. Yeah, exactly. It's that day, and it was nice. It's, it's right. delivered to you, so we look at it because we don't know what's in the box. So you get this huge box, and you look at it. It's in season. It's in season, so it's all like we got squashes. We did. Yeah, we got spaghetti uh, squash, spaghetti squash, acorn squash. We've gotten butternut squash. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's really nice. It's I, I highly recommend it. By the way, Red beets, carrots. one of the things that I have learned about juicing, uh, we have a juicer at home. Now, uh, obviously, citrus is, is, is different. But for the most part, you want to use a, a, a machine that actually will grind up everything. Emulsify. Emulsify yep. everything because a lot of the nutrition is actually in the pulp exactly. that a juicer On like the edge of the skins. Have. Yeah. And so you lose all of that. Now, we don't because of course we give the pulp to the chickens I and know, then we, we get do. it back in the air. Hey, so chicken works, family. It works out well. <laughs> but when it, if you don't have that, I would recommend getting a juicer that blends everything together so that you get all of that pulp as well mm-hmm. so that you get all of that well, nutrition. Bullet blast that that does that. Yeah. You just put yeah. the whole thing in there. Boom, boom, boom. So people need to understand it. The thing about taking raw vegetables and drinking raw vegetables, when you get that fiber in that pulp, it's getting digested by the body differently than if you just get the juice without all that other extra stuff. Right. The digestion has already started in the blender. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes it much easier for your body to absorb. And the you know how in the they talk about medications that people take, you know, and most of them wind up in our waterways because they don't actually dissolve in the in the body. Well, if you you're taking, let's say, vitamin pills or something like that. That's what happens. But if you're doing this, like you just said, Ed, it's already uh, digested, if we want to use that word. Before it's alive. Yes. I mean, that's yeah, right. and it's alive. And so when day, you take it alive. in, it is going to be almost immediately absorbed Why? through the stomach wall and, and, and so forth and so on. Why? Because you don't have a juicer? Say, can you get me a juicer and I'll juice? My mom probably has a juicer somewhere. I just have to go dig it up. (laughs) (laughs) Juicing is good. Well, if you've never juiced before, start with carrots and add an apple. Start there. That's good. That is excellent. That is excellent. Now I want a now I want a cap, carrot apple juice. And if you want a good tan, do a lot of carrots <laughs> and watch your skin color change. Yeah. It will. It will. All right, great. We're going to be uh, taking a really quick break. Then we're going to come back to Dominique is going to start off with her first ever new little segment. And we're going to look forward to that in about two minutes. Erica Sala, the Queen of Team, will be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. I just got to say, I love the commercials, Dr. D. Thank you. Fresh, fresh, new, fresh on the vine, as they say. They are fresh. They are also organic. Uh, Organic and fresh (laughs) on the vine. For those who just popped in, um, maybe don't realize, for the last 10 years, we have donated every spot since this 
show started right. and uh, I'm very thankful to Les Carroll for giving uh, me an opportunity and then of course Dr. D for donating his time um, to produce all the commercials to give back to the people in Santa Barbara who who mean a lot who yeah. that's what that's what Santa Barbara's about I mean a lot of community love it is it's a community based it's it's it vibrates I, people that are really intuitive because we have high vibration here <laughs> we have a tribe <laughs> we have a big tribe everybody loves everybody um, speaking of love here we go Dominique Hackett is going to be up on the bike here and Erica she, did you know <laughs> that's it that's what I get to live with every day with her mom um, yeah she's this is awesome so what do you got so this is the name of your your segment yeah so quite frequently I will come into the kitchen enthused about some latest thing that I've learned about and I'll start off with did you know (laughs) (laughs) so um, the first thing I want to share is has to do with physics I get a kick out of quantum physics and part of my kick about quantum physics is watching how science is changing in how science is explaining how our world works to us. So when I was a kid, we had atoms, and the atom was made up of... Eve. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know where that came from. That was good timing, though. Inside the atom, we had a nucleus, which is made of protons and electrons and... I mean, I remember, uh, was it at Walt Disney or Hershey Park? You'd go into this um, fun ride, and you'd go into the biology of a cell in the universe, and there was lots and lots of space, but there were particles, right? And then we talked about how electrons are particles and waves, and all of a sudden it became very interesting to find out you could experiment and expect a particle out of expect an electron to show up as a particle and it would show up as a particle and then you'd expect it to show up as a wave and it would show up as a wave and we realized through scientific experiments wow the observer affects the experiment so there's so much interesting stuff that's happening with our understanding of how our world works more recently I didn't know that this had happened because I sort of dropped on my basics of quantum physics and I was, you know, listening to string theory and dark matter and lots of fun things. Do you know that they describe atoms differently now than when we were kids? Atoms are now described, and you'll have to tell me, Sam, if, if this is how you're being taught. They are described as being centers of energy. So instead of describing the middle of an atom as having particles in it, Atoms are described as having uh, having fields of energy, energy within them, waves of energy, rather than a particular particle. And the reason why this is so important is because science has confirmed we, our bodies, are emitting energy. We are emitting one to seven megahertz, I think is what we learned last show from a uh, building biologist explaining about uh, hertz and megahertz and so forth. So that has to do with electricity. And the main part of our body that is I- emitting electricity is our heart. And our heart is emitting electricity based upon what we're feeling. And when our brain and our heart are in alignment with what we're feeling, so say we're laughing, you know, we're experiencing great fun feelings of laughter, that's, ex- that's emitting energy. So the science behind how we are affecting our world, how we are affecting our health, is all moving towards being able to really explain why it is that our thoughts and our feelings are affecting our reality. And it has to do with energy. 
And it has to do with the fact that atoms are made up of waves of energy rather than particular particles. So now it all starts to make more sense of why it is that our feelings and emotions are affecting our body's health and are even affecting how our day is going. So the power of positive thinking just took on a whole new meaning. Absolutely. It is now very scientifically based. If you want to take the time and energy to go study your quantum physics, you can have a very scientific base. It's not some woo-woo idea. It's actually you know, based on science. So that was my first did you know my second two did you knows is has to do with the holidays so we have thanksgiving coming up Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you all do this for your thanksgiving but on our thanksgiving i with my brother we would always fight to get to the wishbone and crack the wishbone together so uh, i don't know if you know this but that tradition of getting the wishbone out of the the bird that you have for thanksgiving and making a, a wish and then you break the wishbone and whoever gets the biggest piece that's the person wish. who gets their wish answered right well this goes back to olden times it goes back even past the romans so it used to be that uh before the Rose- romans there were the I want to say Etestians. Uh, uh, don't have their name right. But anyway, uh, the, there were a group of people that felt, and in a lot of cultures they feel this way, birds have to do with prophecy. So in many different cultures, you will find stories about the owls or the ravens or different birds. Uh, you have pelicans, you have peacocks, lots of different birds will bring forth some sort of prophecy. So that is where this comes from. So it is a very, very ancient tradition. So when you are grabbing that wishbone this Thanksgiving and making a wish, you're participating in something that humanity has done for a very long time. Wow. Did you know? (laughs) More profound meaning to that than I think any of us thought. Yeah, exactly. And then my second did you know is priming us for the holiday of Christmas. So if at Christmas time you celebrate Santa coming, did you know how Santa got his red coat? No mm. guesses? Uh-uh. Did you? Mm-mm. Santa. This is, good, this is a new one for me. <laughs> uh. Santa has his red coat because of dear old Coca Cola. Oh, really? Yes. Before Coca-Cola, I believe it was, I'm going to guess, in the 40s or 50s, I'm not sure when that started, Santa had a green coat because Santa had to do with the image of Kronos and of Father Time, who wore a green coat because he had to do with being in the forest and the trees and then, you know, bringing presents. Um, so Can't it was very imagine Santa with a green coat. <laughs> How did Rudolph get his red nose? Oh, that'll be nice. Social media. Social media. That was <laughs> I'll work on that. That did you know for next okay. time? <laughs> so there you go. Well, that's did awesome. you know? Right. Very good. That's really good, Dominique. Oh, we can't wait till next week. When did you know? So we'll mix in a little quantum physics with some cultural. There you go. Awesome. Let's take a little break. Be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa 
Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salter, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Dominique, when else can you find us? Ah, we're on the internet, teensportsradio.com. But on the radio, you can catch us at 11 p.m. on Tuesdays. And 6 p.m. on Sundays and 3 a.m. on Mondays. Nice. Beautiful. All right. If only I'd known. (laughs) (laughs) You're up, Ed. All right. If only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, like Sam, as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled, The More You Learn, The More You Realize How Much There Is That You Don't Know. I feel safe in saying that it's not possible to absorb all the combined knowledge there is in the world today. And that's not hard to see, especially with the digital technology that we use. It's easy to get caught up in a searching the internet for a, a historic date, then a name of a person in the article that you're not familiar with, followed by the meaning of a word you're not sure of, and now you've been on the computer for an hour. The old saying is, you don't know what you don't know. If only I'd known when I was 15 and was of the mind that I knew everything, that I actually didn't know squat. I have a theory of why that was. You could call it the theory of relativity. It's relative to when I was five. (laughs) Because when I was five years old, everybody was bigger than me. Everybody had more money than me. Everybody was smarter than me. Then in a few years, I was taller than my mother. I had a job, so I had some money. I won a debate with mom, so relative to when I was five, yep, I knew everything. (laughs) Then at 24, I bought my first house, and I heard a term that I wasn't familiar with, amortization rate. What's that mean? Well, if you get a credit card or finance a car or buy a house, and you don't understand it, that could cost you thousands of dollars. Variable interest rate? What's that mean? I didn't know what I didn't know. The more you pursue something you might like to learn about, the more you're exposed to different fields of technology, the more you become aware of the huge amount of knowledge you don't have in your toolbox. Let's talk about your toolbox for a second, Sam. (laughs) Did you know that your brain has approximately 86 billion neurons? Compared to an ape, for example, it has only 53 billion. That makes us pound for pound the most intelligent animals on the planet. So start filling your brain with information. Promise you this. If you just look around at all the things you could know about, set out to understand some of them while you're still in school and have teachers that will teach it to you for free, you'll live a life with less embarrassment, Less humiliation, more money, and more success. Listen in next time when the topic will be being the best you can be. Nice. All right. Woo, we love you, Ed. Thank you. I'm very good. Yeah. Dominique. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can flow right into that with another did you know. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation about the Constitution And someone made a reference that the word woman is never mentioned in the United States Constitution. Did you know that? So at first, you'd think, oh my gosh, 
that's kind of rude. Why why is women not mentioned? And, you know, obviously, U.S. Constitution was started. Women didn't, didn't even have the right to vote. So you figure, okay, well, that's something we need to change. You know, how many times is men mentioned? There we go. So uh, the point I'm, I'm trying to make is, at first, it seems like there's injustice here. You know, why isn't women in the Constitution? But guess what? Men isn't mentioned in the Constitution either. I went and pulled up a website that had it as searchable, and the only thing I could find was manner, commander, uh, demand, and then... Uh, that, that fits, guys. Yeah. Human rights. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't find oh. human. I found the New Hampshire gentleman who signed was Nicholas Gilman, and uh, another gentleman who signed for Connecticut was Roger Sherman. Those were the only... Man. So the point is, when you hear something that sounds like someone is being discriminated against, balance it out and just check and see if the other side is mentioned in it as well. Because that makes a difference. Because at first, when you hear women isn't in the Constitution, (laughs) it feels awkward. You assume that there was some discrimination. But then you realize, oh, wait, they just didn't use either term. They didn't use women or men in in the U.S. Constitution. So it makes a difference. It does. Now, some people say, well, yeah, but it says that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator, blah, blah, blah. That's in the Declaration of Independence. That is that not is. the Constitution. That is. Yeah. And then we also have the Bill of Rights, too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. So, my <laughs> my second comment. Uh-oh. Um, oh, well, this is going to be this a is, This is Teen Sports Radio, and and we go places in regards to kids in sports. We, we take up topics that are difficult to talk about. So, we have done a lot of conversations about the transgendered issue. Groundbreaking. How, how transgendered is affecting women's sports. Well... It just occurred to me one morning, okay, so right now, the way the United States has decided to view gender, if I'm correct, and there is a a difference between gender and sexuality, so we're talking about gender, if I'm, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that you can decide if you are male or female based upon what's going on inside of your personal psychology and how you identify yourself, if you decide, hey, I feel very male inside, regardless of how my sexual orientation of the biology of the body that I'm inhabiting, if I feel that I am male, then that is how I should be participating in sports. So that's part of the basis of the transgender question is people are changing from what the biology that they were born into into how they self-identify inside. So they're trying to match up the two. How they feel. How they feel. Um, that's, and it's important, and we're creating space for that. Absolutely. So my question is, if we can choose what gender we are, could we not also choose what race we are? And the reason why I'm asking Look at you. the <laughs> reason why I'm asking this question well, I'm is Scandinavian American. Yeah, but, um, so <laughs> but I think I feel Indian. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, I don't feel like Scandinavian American. I feel uh, like, you you may no, feel I, you may resonate to a different race. So I'm just putting it out there to people. If we can create that mental space that gives people it gives people safe space to to um, ask to be associated to the gender that we feel inside, can we not also create safe space so that people can embrace a race? It may not necessarily be 
in the DNA test, but for whatever reason, our personal experience makes us resonate to that race. And why not honor that that's how that person wants to be treated and interacted with? So there may be someone who has grown up um, in a Native American tradition, and regardless of whether their DNA is Native American or not, Let's hold space that that's how they wish to be identified with and not nail people down to exactly what the DNA is showing on a test. That's my point. <laughs> if you can choose your gender, why can't we choose our race? I had an interesting uh, conversation with my neighbor who is a track and field coach at City College. And so we started discussing the, the, the uh, trans athletes and he brought something up about a female athlete that They've tested her. She is a female, but her testosterone levels are extremely high. And that fit right into one of my opinions is that, well, that's why some people are better than others. That's the, the testosterone can make you bigger, stronger. And if you're the best uh, football player in, in the league, there's a good chance that your testosterone levels are high. That's just the way it is. That's why you have better and lesser athletes. So where do you draw the line? So in this lady's case, she's a female, but her testosterone levels are high, and there are people protesting her, but uh, that, I think that's the way it is. If she's not taking anything to enhance her testosterone Apparently or she's not. Um, what, well, yeah, what's the problem she's, with it? She's probably passed drug tests. But, uh, but anyway, that's just another thing to throw into the mix is that the testosterone levels in people are different, and that's why you have better and lesser, smaller, whatever it is, athletes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Let's take a break. We've got a lot to chew on. Everyone's yeah. just like, either that or we need a snack of some kind. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> right, we're going to go in the other room and grab some snacks because I left them out there. And they will be very, coupons. I know. And then we have these wonderful $5 coupons from C's Candies. Yeah. Um, so we have to thank C's Candy. Thank you, C's. Thank you, C's. Yeah, we love C's Candy. You keep me out of the yeah, doghouse for a week. Radio. We might be <laughs> going in right this morning right after the show. Yeah. I like the marshmallow ones. Let's take a break. Erica Salda will be back with more after these messages. Barbara, Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Well, it's around the holidays. Have you decided what you are going to be doing there oh, yeah. for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. What, Harbor? Uh, no. We're not going to do what you did last year. Mm, I don't even remember what we did last year. You went up to, uh, what was the name of that place? You know, the, the uh, you know, you remember what you did last year. How come, uh, what's the name of the you, place? You talking about Yosemite? No, you didn't go to Yosemite. It was no. in Santa Barbara. It's on the mountains. What's the name of that restaurant? Oh, my Lord. Cold oh, Spring Cold Springs. Yes, yeah. You did Cold Springs last year. Actually, I don't think we did. I think, oh, no. Well, there was some there were some family right. issues. Is, and you didn't that call was, Eric we're not, to have leftovers. We're not. So well, we're not we we were too emotional to think yeah. of that. Oh. Uh, no, this year uh, we are going to hook up our travel trailer to our truck, mm. uh, and we are going to drive to Yosemite. Nice to the RV uh, resort uh, that they call it. All right. And we're going to pull in there, and we're going to have Thanksgiving. We're actually going to leave Thursday morning. Nice. And then come back Sunday. 
That's beautiful. And no traffic. Uh, just spend, take the dog with us mm-hmm. and just have a wonderful time. It's mm. possible there could be a little snow on the ground. Don't mm-hmm. know yet. Beautiful. And just, you know, have something different. And it's sort of a preparation trip for our trip to uh, Phoenix at the end of December. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have a nice little toys to play with. Yeah. Sam, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I'm having dinner with my family, just what we do every year. Nice. Just at my grandma's house, just oh, the whole family there. The whole, all the fixings, everything, bird, oh, yeah. you know, stuffing, you name it. Yep. Whole family nice. pitches in, makes everything. Mm. Dominique's abandoning me, Dominique. No. <laughs> no it's okay. Well, I have no, my No, she's actually leaving us on Friday. He's coming mm. in from Washington with his partner, so I'll be headed down to Julian. Nice. Where famous apple pies Ooh. and enjoying all my family down there. Hello. Nice. Ed, what are you doing? Uh, we're going up to Shell Beach. Nice. Uh, Terry's son is staying at her rental in Shell Beach right on the cliffs there and uh, so we're going up there everybody's going to get together but I'm kind of envious of Sam because I remember when I was his age I could eat all night long <laughs> right? eat, yeah. Thanksgiving was yeah. my favorite time of the year not anymore <laughs> <laughs> leftovers what are you doing for Thanksgiving Eric? Uh, boys are coming up uh, actually John's not coming John's going to be uh, the younger one is be going to Texas with his dad they have things family in Texas but uh, my oldest son Joseph is coming up so I think we're going to I like that harbor I think we're going to we're going to do the harbor there you go and then but if we um, I don't know, go to Costco or the little, you know, places that we go and we find a bunch of orphans that um, I could, ch- plants could change, okay, right. and I could cook. It all depends. I don't know. That, but I think the harbor is, I, that. that is, a, if you guys don't know what to do and you want to try something new, the harbor, I, I we, we've, we've enjoyed. They have a great spread. We've enjoyed, it uh, was yeah. Christmas, right? It was around Christmas, so yeah. I believe they do the same thing at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep, Thanksgiving, and but we spent Christmas together, wasn't it? Christmas? That was great. Christ- yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. What a wild time that was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think? That was crazy. Just a little crazy. It was awesome. It was. We had like 12, 13, 14 people. Out yeah. There. That was awesome. But uh, let's let's set our sights. I challenge everybody today, smile. How about that? If we all smile, that we illuminate that love mm-hmm. and that light. Um, and this is what Santa Barbara is about. Santa Barbara, we love you. God bless. See you next week. Love the best. Love the best.